Hey, what's up, guys? Um, before we get into the show today, just want to address some sad news we got post-recording. Uh, Diego Maradona passed away at the age of 60. So, quick moment of silence for an iconic footballer, a man who lived his life to the fullest on and off the pitch, and somebody who touched so many lives in Argentina, Italy, and really everywhere in the world. Rest in peace. Hello and welcome to another episode of the We Call It Soccer show. I'm Walker Manning, joined by my guy, Michael Fahey. We're here to go over some EPL, some Champions League, the upcoming Premier League. Make you guys some money. Um, There's been two weeks of matchups since we last had a show. So we're not going to talk about the shit results, like the zero zeros and, you know, the expected things. Just the important stuff. So um, let's get right into it. Yeah. Um, Southampton stayed, you know, in a Europa League place. They got a win against Newcastle. So that was, that was a good result for them. Um, United getting a big win over Everton when yeah. everybody's at Ollie's neck. Uh, Palace, bit of an upset against Leeds. I know... Yeah. I, you might. Did you take Palace that week? Um, I might have because I'm just so anti Leeds. Yeah, so I, I thought you did. I thought you did. So I think you got that one. Um, Chelsea spanked Sheffield as expected. Fulham they covered the spread, but West Ham won, so we both got that. Um, Tottenham got a win. Leicester one zero, so that's a that's a quality result. City and Liverpool one one in a. Very entertaining game for the first hour. Yeah. And then a very shitty game for the last 30 minutes. Game yeah. should have won, but... Yeah, didn't someone miss a penalty? Right. Yeah, Kevin De Bruyne, I've, I've heard he's um, in film sessions. They don't even talk about tactics anymore. They just, like, watch Bruno Fernandez take penalties. Yeah, I mean, he's so good at him. He gets to take him twice. Yeah, yeah, you know, they keep taking him until United scores. Those are the rules. We don't write them. Gotta follow. It is what they is. It is what they is. And of course, the big money result of the weekend. <laughs> Arsenal zero, Aston Villa three. Ollie Watkins said, take this, you gunners. Um you wanna you wanna talk about this one a little bit? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Most what definitely. do you think? Um you know, the stats, I think, when you look at them, they're in favor of Arsenal because, you know, they dominated possession, similar amount of shots. Uh, but the big chances missed, Arsenal created two and missed two, but Leeds created two and didn't miss one. This is just, you know, classic Arsenal looking at it. Uh, just a game where they should win or a game they should at least be in, but they were just – Totally outclassed, I thought. Um, just no one looked good. That front three is uh, so bad. Aubameyang is terrible. Lacazette's terrible. And Willian, I don't even, like, he was playing left back for most of the game against Leeds with how far back they were sitting. So just a classic Arsenal, but good from 
Villa, kind of the last high point in the last couple of weeks because it hasn't been uh, all sunshine and rainbows. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Ollie Watkins had a good day. But what do you think? Yeah, Ollie Watkins had a very good day. He's um, he's a stud. True number nine. It's what uh, Ashton Villa needed. It's what we said they needed. Yeah. It's what you, you, you actually called us, to be, to be fair, in the prediction show. You said Ollie Watkins, big striker from Brentford. Watch out. Watch out. He's, he's killing Watch it. Out. Watch um, out. Jack Grealish, you know, two big insane. chances. A couple dribbles completed. He's insane. He'll shoot from literally anywhere, and it always looks like it might go in. Yeah. I love it. Um, Willian. Um, including this most recent match week, zero goals and assists in the last six. Not cutting it. Uh, this is this is the the hide. You know, you got some you got some Jekyll, got those early goals, and now who is this guy? I don't know. Uh, Arsenal's attack is just really lackluster. Uh, this game played perfectly into Aston Villa's hand. They had less possession, but you know they did their work on the break. They were sound defensively and uh, not really too many too many threats on their goal from Arsenal. So bad result yeah. from them. Um, as it stands in the table, um, Arsenal's doing what they usually do. Not to say that other clubs, but like the table's crazy. That's just, it's crazy. It's very yeah. 2020. But Arsenal <laughs> is right where they should be. You know, they're not, they're not doing anything. Yeah. Same. Nine twelve um, zone. Just, I really hope Arteta doesn't, you know, get fired. But I think they love him for some reason. But uh, he's not—he's not really taking the Pep mindset there. Because I mean, I guess he's trying the way they play. Because they—they play like a narrow front three, and they just don't have the creators up there to pull it off. To be honest, yeah. So I agree. Doesn't look great. One thing I did think he brought from a Pep, though, is his ability and love for tinkering with lineups. Uh, yeah. Just le- even looking at the last two games, his midfield, not a single player was the same. It wasn't like they were different competitions. They were resting. People were hurt. No, just the Villa game, his central midfield was uh, Partey and Elneny. They worked against United, didn't work against Villa. Then he comes out against Leeds with a completely different one with Xhaka and Ceballos and Willick. Uh, like, he's just tinkering until he one sticks. I mean, not good unless you're Pep when you have, like, capable players to tinker with. But uh, Arsenal go to Arsenal. So. See, like, yeah. I see what he's trying to do there, I think. You know, he wanted – um he want the, the problem with Aston Villa is he put – he put out the same midfielders they did against United and against United, like it was somewhat shitty game, but um, they were able to kind of control the midfield against Leeds. I mean, Villa, they have a much more imposing midfield, I'd say than United Douglas, Louise, John McGinn, uh, treasure gaze in their target does work. It's it's not going to work out for them. So they got bullied off the ball. And uh, against Le- Leeds, I guess he wanted better passers. But I like Willock. I don't like Xhaka at all. Uh, Ceballos, I, I, you know, I can take him or leave him. He's not, you know, 
a difference maker, to be honest. But if I don't know, I, I'm not a manager, but I would have, I would have liked to see Ozil in this team eventually, man, you know, have the yeah. two hard workers in behind him and let him, let him go do his thing. You know, maybe get William out of there. I don't know. I don't know. But they got to figure something out sooner rather than later. Yeah. And I'm just looking back. I don't think I'm on fixture week two right now. And yeah, the last time he played like one of the midfields that he's played since week two was week two, if that makes sense. Since week two, he hasn't. He's had, changed it every week. Yeah. Besides yeah. one. Besides, yeah, United and Villa, right? Mm-hmm. Damn. So that's, I mean, hey, got to figure it out. Figure it yeah. out. It's certainly broken, broken so you got to fix it. So, um, Speaking of something that's broken, talk about Newcastle United's defense. Chelsea look like they're hitting on all cylinders now. Kind of looking scary, to be honest. They got to win 2-0. Um, two nice goals, one from Tammy Abraham. Another was an own goal, but it, it was, you know, bomb, dangerous, dangerous, dangerous part of the pitch. What are you going to do? Um, Brighton beat Villa. That was unfortunate. And they got a red card, but Brighton was just, uh, they had a really good game. Theo Walcott, no, not Theo Walcott, Danny Welbeck. Um, he turned back the clock a little bit. Yeah. Straight through on goal. Nobody could catch him, even though he he was running hunchback, looked like ten miles an hour. But <laughs> well, you know, Sally Marsh had a nice goal though. Jack Grealish did all he could, but nobody else really did much. Yeah. Uh, marquee game of the weekend. Um, I'm gonna let you take the take the non biased approach before Tottenham two, Manchester City zero. What you think? Uh. First off, it was a great game. It was really fun to watch. Uh, you know, kind of that classic Spurs-City game where City just takes shots and then just keep taking shots and Spurs take like three or four and find the net two or three times. But uh, one thing that I think stood out to me a lot is Ederson and his positioning on certain goals and in certain situations so going back i don't want to give you flashbacks or anything but the leon game i think it was the first goal they scored when it like bent near post off of the and like it deflected back out to thurman that bent near post and ederson was super off his line mm. that's kind of like the sun goal sun was outside of the box and had Cancelo kind of next to him who could have caught up to him but Ederson came all the way out. If he stays on his line, he has more time to react, and he definitely saves that shot if Sun takes it. But I also think he forces Sun to not take that shot and then like try and work, work something out. But um, I think that goal is definitely on him. Uh, but And I think Zach Steffen would have done a lot better there. But <clears throat> you asked for non-bias, so that's what I'll give. Uh, but yeah, I just think Spurs defended like maniacs too. Mm. Just could not. They were an impenetrable wall. A uh, really good game from Maurice. Um, Alderwild picked up a knock, I believe. So just we got to see how that is moving forward. 
Uh, but yeah, good game from Spurs City. The best way to describe them is unlucky. I would guess just that many shots and nothing goes in the back of the net. Only five on target though, with 22 shots. So yeah, but uh, I think you definitely have uh, something to say. I remember you telling me De Bruyne or De Bruyne was uh, your best fullback that game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. We we had the vast majority of the ball, like 76% possession, right? And yeah. um, 22 shots, five on target. And, um, you know, Gabby Jesus, he missed some goals. He did not have a good game at all. Um, Bruno Silva, Mares. Mares didn't do much of anything. I don't know why Pep didn't start Sterling because he was fine. Like, he wasn't hurt. <laughs> I think Mourinho honestly got in his head in the upcoming week because he – You did you hear what he said? He was talking. He was, like, multiple times during his pre-match. He said, you know, Raheem Sterling, he went home from England training. He's going to be <laughs> so rested. Like, he's going to be ready to play a full night. We got to watch out for him. And I guess – Pep psyched himself out. Like the mind games, Mourinho masterclass on the pitch and off the pitch. He absolutely lives in this man's dome piece. So that was that was the problem with the attack. De Bruyne did his thing. You know, he he actually couldn't do as much of his thing as he would have liked to because of two assholes. One that I have never called this before, but he's added to the list. Talk about Kyle Walker and Joao Cancelo who think they are center attacking mids. They think that they are prime David Silva and Aguero attacking down the left and the right. They think that that's their job. No, 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 no. They did not do jack shit. I guess Joao completed some dribbles, but that's it. And we were caught out so many times. The Spurs could have put up four on us. And the only reason they didn't put up four is because Kevin De Bruyne is back there filling in. He's honestly our best defensive midfielder where's Rodri on those balls I don't fucking know where's Kyle and Joao I don't know it's just Kevin it's just Kevin 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 he's our best player he's the only one who gives half a shit about defending and oh my god what a howler from Ederson he sucks I, I this was coming though this was we, we you knew this was coming he had too many good games in a row he was gonna have a game like this I I mean why aren't more people talking about Ederson out? Like, I feel like, I don't know. I, I don't know. He's not even English, so I don't know why the press isn't <laughs> annihilating him. He has no reason to, to be in goal right now. Uh, Add some Diash, Diash had a really bad game also. Harry right. Kane was dropping in deep all the time, and Diash was just biting on him like a fly on fucking sugar, leaving Laporte out to dry, who could have played better as well but i'm not gonna say he played bad because he was also one of our best attackers scored a goal that you know honestly jesus sort of fucking shot that but he's not instinctual like that he's not a true striker that's why we need a new striker because if we don't have aguero team's obviously a shambles also shout out hoiberg and sissoko they put in an absolute shift won't show up on the match ratings but um they were all over the place. Yeah, definitely. And uh, 
just since you called them asshats. Uh, Cancelo and Kyle Walker combined for 29 possessions lost at the fullback slant <laughs> winger position. <laughs> like, they're not even good. It's like, amazing. why is Foden, like, why is Foden not in there? Like, I know he's not, he's not David Silva yet. Maybe he won't ever be. He probably won't ever be. Like, let's be real. But can he be like a really good, is he already a good player? Yeah. He can, he creates chances every game he's in. Why is he not in there? Why does Kyle Walker have the license to do this? <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I think it was Why like is... the, the seventh minute and Kyle Walker City had the ball for a good spell. And uh, Kyle Walker was just sitting at the top of the box, like on the line, just yeah. waiting for a ball. Like toes to chalk, baby toes to chalk. <laughs> That's how we play. Uh, oh my God. Great. I hate it. I hate it so much because when it, it, it like, because like the thing is, we're not winning game six nil anymore. So, like, what's the point? Like, we gotta, I feel like before this rebuild happens, which he got only a two year contract. So, oh, that's good. He got it, but like, it's not a, it's not a, you're our guy contract. It's a, show up if you fuck up we're probably gonna fire you because we don't have to pay you for two years kind of contract um maybe yeah. maybe one year like he gets the rest of this in the next season he could get fired with a year left like so who knows um who knows uh united they got a win over west brom it was it was hairy for a second Classic. it was very controversial actually um yeah because Definite pen from United on West Brom absolutely kicked that dude in the shin. Um, and then, like, 10 minutes later, what do you know? Bruno yeah, Fernandez is banging one in the back of the net on a second try. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a while since we had a pen, so we were definitely due one, I think, a little bit over a month. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it's all catching up. They they understand the rules as a, as a, everyone should, but yeah, super hairy. Um, didn't like the lineup at all. Um, you well, I did. In Turkey, you have an eye on Turkey. You got to get them back for what they did to y'all. <laughs> like, like what eye? A third eye? Like this? Is, <laughs> hey, what? Hey, <laughs> what? How he respects the Turkish now? <sighs> yeah, He's, he has a ma- dude. I mean, I'm going to bet these today. So I, I think you guys, like, I'm not going to – I don't know if there's any value on the United game. Maybe if, if the spread's, like, minus two, like, set. I think Masterclass is inbound. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's – I don't know. Juan Mata, I love him so much. So, so much. He's old, but he should never start another game unless it's, like, a care about Cup game or something. It's like Jason Peters – just he he's serviceable but like not that serviceable like yeah like he takes up good positioning but like you think of chelsea juan mata and early united juan mata and you're like that is yeah know who this is his his mind is too quick for his legs yeah like and uh, just it sucks go to mls he should join inter miami yeah he'd be great in the mls yeah. be a good coach too one day yeah but uh, yeah, uh, shout out to West Brom though. You know, having chances. Uh, if it wasn't for the the pen, the pen air quotes that was called back yeah. on uh, West Brom, 
and David De Gea making a spectacular save, they would have walked out of there with a point. So um, give them credit where credit's due, you know? Um, yeah, what was the referee's name? Uh, David Coots. He's a Manchester United fan. Okay, yeah. So um, I've, I've, I've read several things on Twitter and otherwise that he does this a lot in terms of VAR decisions. I think this man needs to stop refereeing professional games because that is so ridiculous. Like, I don't know how you look at that and you're like, no pen. No pen. I I could see it. No pen. I could see it, but I thought it was a pen. I definitely thought it was a pen, but from one angle, it looked like Bruno hit the ball down as he swung onto his knee or shin. So I guess like he got ball first air quotes once again. Um, but you know, not a pen, not a pen. What are you going to do? It's West Brom. Like they weren't going to win anyway. So fuck them. But yeah, no, yeah, it's a, it's okay. These, but, these points come, come big, come ended table time. Like you look at Aston Villa. Now they're now look at what they're doing. You guys yeah. could have ended a potential dynasty in the making just now. Well, uh, it's a, uh, but um, and Paul doesn't lie either. So oh, next no, time we oh, play, no, if no, they no. win, it was deserved. But when when, when oh, they no, were smacked, yeah. So. Unless you guys are playing for top four or something, then they'll then they'll beat the yeah. brakes off. Yeah, we guys. need a win to secure the title. Yeah, just four now. <laughs> <laughs> um, next game on the weekend, Fulham two, Everton three. This was more competitive than I thought. But um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin was just too hot to handle. Um, first goal was a nice header in the first minute. Um, and then Bobby Reed off, like, he had a really, really nice goal. Fulham starting to, they're starting to play a little bit. Everton was just a little out of their hands. It was a nice goal. And then Luka Dean had a really nice assist to Dominic Calvert-Lewin. And he had a second assist. I think this was his first goal in the Premier League for Everton for Decore. It was a really nice header. Um, not until the 70th minute. Um, no, 68th. Fulham got a penalty, completely shanked it, and then Ruben Loftus-Cheek made it 2-3 in the 70th. Um, Everton had less possession, less shots, but they played on the counter. They took their chances, and that was the difference in the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, kind of, if you're following, you're looking at it and like, damn, a pen away from a point. But uh, and they haven't been the best penalty takers at all. Oh no, no. Uh, yeah, there's a the the, the chick. Yeah, the, <laughs> oh, this no. one, uh, Mitrovic off the bar a few mm-hmm. weeks back. Just you know, if only they got to take him twice, like Bruno. But uh. Just unlucky. Not from, cut from United cloth. Can't yeah. do it. Different gravy, I'm afraid. But uh no, a great game from Dominic Calvert Lewin, who is like really good. I don't even know how like he's really he's good. really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy. Um Enchilotti has transformed that guy since coming in. Just mm. uh yeah. You know, one thing that I did think was pretty good for Everton even though he did get, I think it was th- three hockey assists or two hockey assists, they did this without James playing that well. 
So that's a good step in the right direction for him for a team that kind of looked lost when he wasn't playing well at all. So yeah, good job for them and uh, Fulham. Great, they're trending upward. The this is even though they didn't get points, it's a result to look at and say we could have, and uh, they can build off it. Yeah. Um, Scott Parker's predictions just coming truer and truer by the match week. He's going to make me look like an idiot at the end of the season when we go back and play my losing yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, West Ham beat Sheffield United 1-0. Sebastian Allaire had a very nice goal. Um, Sheffield United just lacked that killer instinct up front. What did you think of this game? Um, yeah, it was... Kind of, it was all West Ham, but I do think that there were chances for Sheffield to grab this game and they just weren't able to do so. And, you know, kind of just whichever team put one in the back of the net first was going to walk away with a win. And West Ham did that. It wasn't really the best game, you know, to watch, I don't think, but. You know, needed points were needed for both sides. I think uh, West Ham to kind of stay in that hunt for Europa League spot, I guess. But um, Sheffield from Europe fighting for Europa League to fighting for relegation, uh, bad bad turn of events for these guys for the Blades. Um, but yeah, just yeah, that's all I really got for that one. How about you? Yeah, it's wild how um how much a team can change in a year. Yeah, you look at you look at a draw from them and Aston Villa at the end of the season, and you look at these two teams now they're different breed. Yeah. Um, next game on the weekend, I guess this was a good point for Arsenal because they got this red card. Um, Pepe is a dumb idiot. Um, yeah. he really is. I don't know, like what Arsenal fans like are bitching about saying it's rigged or it's the right night that shouldn't be a red card. Like <laughs> cough, cough, there's VAR, there's VAR, <laughs> there's video assisted refereeing. They literally film everything and then can go back and replay it. So no matter how small the incident, as we all know now, like if you touch somebody, they're going to flop. It just, it's just how it goes. It'd be like smack. If you, caress someone's throat they're going to be rolling around on the ground yeah but pepe goes up to someone and lightly headbutts someone what do you think is going to happen like he didn't even look like he should have known he was getting a red like there's no surprise there he's a dumbass yeah has got to be mad his whole team's got to be mad because um for them to hang on to the zero zero was uh impressive but it was also a bit lucky because bamford missed a few chances Leeds hit the bar, I think, two or three times. Um, There's just not a yeah. lot of luck from them. And Arsenal was still, like, getting forward a bit. They had a, they had some chances even the man down. What do you think? Yeah. Um, just they definitely did have chances, Arsenal. And the one that sticks out to me was the soccer chance. Um, I think if that's a bombing on the end of that ball, that's probably a goal. But Really? Well, not not a bomb yang like now a bomb yang like normal a bomb yang. Oh, 
Right, well, no one on okay. Arsenal. Honestly, Arsenal's Honestly, so bad yeah, because right Arsenal can't finish. You, you showed yeah. me Alabama Yang's per 90 stats. And yeah, they were. Ladies and gentlemen, back. they look like <laughs> center back stats. Like all of his offensive numbers are hovering around 0.1, like maybe they're 0.13, like 0.15. Um, the only thing that's above one is his turnovers per 90. That's at 1.3. Um, Which isn't that bad, though. It's not that bad, but. He doesn't do anything. His his non-pen XG is 0.16. Like, this guy is not doing jack shit up top, people. Like, this is not an exaggeration. Pierre Emmerich, Aubameyang, where are you? He signed that contract and dipped, but yeah. Dude, he's on milk cartons in London, bro. <laughs> it's, yeah, I guess no one would have scored that chance, but that was a great chance to miss just huge uh yeah. would have swung a game obviously but uh maybe 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 joe willock maybe no he was there but he didn't, he didn't <laughs> play well but maybe but yeah lead super unlucky and just again arsenal kind of <laughs> fell deep, i want to say at times when defending during this game i'm gonna look at the the rodrigo when he hit the post on one of his left-footed finesses the first one that he took about three minutes before from the exact same spot, went just over the bar. Then Arsenal lets him get into the exact same position, and he misses by inches. Just, if he got it again, he probably would have scored. So, uh, just sleepy from Arsenal there. Uh, Just, uh, but it was, in uh, their credit, a very hard-fought draw. I guess playing a man down, you can say they deserve the point, uh, and definitely... They should be happy with that point, but Leeds should 100% feel hard done and uh, think they should have won that game because they definitely should have won that game. Yeah. Missed two big chances, hit the woodwork three times. Um, Leeds on their day, like, kills these guys. But oh, yeah. Wasn't their day. Wasn't their day. Um, next game was surprise result, I guess. I mean, you know. Liverpool, they still have loads of talent. Um, they started Bobby, Diogo, and Mane up front. Robertson played, Allison played, but um, Leicester was almost full strength. You know, from you know they don't have Ndidi. They haven't had Ndidi, but uh, this game they didn't have Castagne either. So Albrighton got the start. James Justin started on uh, on the left side and um this was just a really bad game from Leicester started with an own goal Jota man on fire this dude is so fucking good I cannot believe Wolves let him go for a meager like 40 something million right uh yeah like 41 just crazy so ridiculous dude they like look I know everybody wants to say, oh, buddy, oh, my. Why ain't anybody batting an eye at this? This is honestly ridiculous. Like, he was a stud on Wolves before this. Yeah. Played in a Europa League competing side that really just sat back on the ball. So, you know, you got to think he's, he's having less possession. So, on a team like Liverpool, those numbers are going to go up. And he's a starter for Portugal. So, how does this get done for $40 million when we got idiots like Harry Maguire going for 80 yeah. Suspect. Suspect. Okay. Okay. LeBron and China definitely have their fingers all over this. <laughs> um, yeah, this was a bad loss by Leicester, though. 
Really bad, really bad loss. Yeah, that, um, terrible, disheartening, uh, and proved that this league is as open as it's been in years. Um, is it though? It is. It is because Liverpool are still hurt. Um, like, and it would have been okay for you to think. Leicester weren't were kind of like pretenders at the top of the table, but they are still a very good side. But this very hurt Liverpool team comes up against the Tottenham, comes up against the Spurs, comes up against the City, a United when Ollie's about to get fired. Um, this they're they're a weaker side, uh, but they'll get everyone back and they'll keep going. But it's there for someone to grab right now, uh, and but showing that Leicester can fall to a very weakened side is promising for other teams. But for Liverpool, James Milner stepping in for Trent did a great job. Uh, The fullbacks really did well that game along with the uh, goal scorers, but more injury problems for Liverpool as Navi Keta was taken off in the 54th minute with an apparent hamstring injury. No word on how that is yet, though. Um, hopefully, for his sake, it's not that bad. But, yeah, just injury bug. They got to change out the water supply at Liverpool, I guess. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, like, even if they have strength, like, what if Klopp is just this good? Like, what if they they, they, they got Atalanta tomorrow? What if they rip a 3-0 there and they keep – Realm results in the Premier League because yeah. right now they still look they look like Liverpool. They they're still deadly up front. Um, they let's see who fills in for Kieta in that midfield. But they worked hard against Leicester. James Milner was a stud fullback for Manchester City, so mm-hmm. he he can do the job. Andy Robertson he he took on the load for creating on those crosses and he had an amazing game. Absolutely amazing game, and um, I don't know. I, maybe maybe they're just this good, but I hope they falter. I really do. Because oh, you, at this rate, you know, we need them to. Yeah, and you got to see what the Christmas schedule coming up. It's oh, true. A yeah. lot of games that'd coming be, fast, and that's when you know maybe you the, would see this lineup come out in a game or two yeah. during that. But now that this is your primary lineup for that terrible stretch. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. So if they can get through that relatively unscathed without picking up any more big injuries and holding on to wins, beating teams they should, and getting points off of teams that are their level, then I definitely think Liverpool will run away with it when everyone's back. But yeah, I don't know. It's it'll be tough. The next couple of weeks are definitely definitely telling on this season. I think from top to bottom. Yeah, definitely. Um, next game on the weekend, Burnley finally got three points. Oh my God. It, what a day in the, in the words of Jay Rodriguez, happy place, happy place, Turf Moor. It really is my happy place. Their happy place. I thought that Crystal Palace was going to go in and park the bus on Burnley. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Sean Dyke pulled out the reverse card on Roy Hudson. 
46% possession to 54 for Crystal Palace. They parked the bus on the best bus parkers in the league. And what does that get you? That gets you three points in your home stadium. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm so excited for this team. It's pulled them out of the relegation zone. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Sean Dyke, he, he's up for manager of the year again at this point. He, <laughs> he has a budget of fucking two sticks and a bag of fucking potato chips. He has yeah. he has a he has a United graduate and that's it. Nick Pope doesn't look like Nick Pope right now, but they're getting it done. They're getting it done. God damn it! Oh, what a what a squad! What a group of men! Yeah, um, and also such a such a Burnley game to have your goalkeeper be man of the match, just yeah. and not even stand out and be man of the match. He did his job. And it, yeah. it won there's just not much to talk about in a Burnley game. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, he just made a save going going a little bit to his left. Yeah, that's that's a good one. But uh, yeah. good for Burnley. Uh, glad to see them win. Is that does now uh, all but one team or no? Two teams don't have a win now, right? It's West Brom and Sheffield don't have wins. Yeah, we got to see what happens when they play each other. That'll be a cracker. Yeah. Oh my god. Week. It'll probably end up being like five four or something. Yeah, or no no. It'll be insane. Or yeah. no no. <laughs> There's no hit in the post everywhere. Nobody can score a goal for the life. Three missed events. Uh, yeah. Uh yeah, but uh, good for Brantley. Good for yeah. Brantley. Good for them. Last game on the weekend. Um we didn't preview this weekend, but I did take a little gander on both teams to score, and what do you know? Both teams to score. Um, Theo Walcott had a nice goal to open up the scoring 58th minute. Um, but then he boofed one shortly thereafter. He shanked it wide left completely. That would have put the game out 2-0. would have been three points in the bag for Ralph Hassan-Hootl's men. But they let Wolves hang around. And when you let when you let this man's team hang around, when you let the Wolves hang around, they're going to find the back of the net. Jimenez had an awful game, boof chance yeah. after chance, bad touch after bad touch, misplayed passes, turnovers, all things. And um, he hit the post on this shot, rebounds to Neto, he puts it in and gets the draw for the boys. What'd you think? Um, yeah, just a classic kind of game between, like this is a classic Wolves game. You know, they weren't really deserving of anything. Kinda, especially with the way their front played, but they got it and they they did the minimum to get out of there. You would like to think that they would have liked the win against Southampton because they're probably the better team. But uh, yeah, just I don't know. It's like you said, Walcott had a banger, but uh, I do think Wolves and a banger and a boofer. <laughs> yeah, the story of our lives, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I think I think Wolves need to play better moving forward because this will not get the job done against teams that they consider themselves to be competitive with. Uh, but the draw, the draw, point each way, share the spoils. Not bad. Probably what was deserved in this game, honestly. So yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I honestly think we should be happy with this because no Connor Cody and, um, you know, uh, yeah. he's a player that's been with them since they came up. So you might not put, 
you know, the biggest flair with his name, but you, you see the difference he makes when they, he had to play back for this game. Usually it's Nevesh or Moutinho. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you let those, those wingbacks really do a lot of work for you. Yeah. Um, they both played at a back four and, you know, that changed their system. Still got a point. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, they should be happy. I completely forgot about uh, what's his face. I forget about him now. Yeah. Yeah. He's funny. They, I watched one of the um, – they they do the, the FIFA cards with the, with the teams, you know? Mm-hmm. He was just roasting people left and right. It was hilarious, <laughs> and he's got like he's he's got like a character type voice too, very high pitched for just a mountain of a man. <laughs> I love that. Um, before we get into Champions League, I feel like we would be remiss not to talk about the national team break. Yes. Talk about what we saw with the boys in the red, white, white, blue. Greg Burhalter's men. Um, would you like to take it away with the with the Wales game? Yeah, the Wales game. Um, just I want to start off with the one bad thing I saw, and that was Sebastian Legette starting this game at a false nine because uh, it's not like he had four or five strikers that have all played false nine on his bench before. So uh, just that. But other than that little blip, Wow, they uh, this midfield is crazy. McKinney, Adams, and uh, Musa. I pray to God Musa stays with the U.S. Saying my hail marys every night, but uh, just wow that that has potential to be an insane midfield. All three of them starting for big big clubs around the world. A giant step in the right direction for the U.S. men's national team, and then my personal favorite player at the moment. Serginho Dest is insanely good at whatever he wants to do. And he's just, just so good. He's so skillful, tricky. Um, He's going to be really good and kind of veering off, but he's going to play a lot for the next couple of months for Barcelona, given Mm -hmm. that they got all those injuries in the back line. So now's his chance to go up and grab it and uh, we'll see what he can do. Uh, but yeah, I was super, super excited with uh, that first team that uh, Greg put out there uh, against Wales. How about you? Yeah, it was, um, it was really phenomenal to see Musa play for us. I think he's a really, really good player. We need to do everything in our power to keep him yeah. like, Everything he needs Everything. to be in our in our midfield. Um, I think Weston McKinney was the best player in the game, mm-hmm. and I think he was he is our leader. He yeah. is going to wear the armband. Um, did he wear the armband this game, or was it Brooks? Stefan. Stefan William. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I I I mean I get that, but um, I think Weston should wear the armband. He's the one that's yelling at everybody. Telling him, you know, be calmer on the ball. You know, don't always play the long pass. Keep possession sometimes. And at the same time, he knows when to just – he glides past people. It's it's awesome to see him dribble with the ball. You don't get to see it too much when he's playing with Juventus. But um, when he's playing with the national team, he really took control of the game a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anthony Robinson had a bit of a bad game. He was caught out a few times, but – 
I like that he's aggressive and yeah. you know it was good to have Tyler Adams back there. He was just sweeping up everything left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, would have liked to see a true nine in there. And I think in the Panama game, we all knew why. Also, Gio Reyna had a bit of a bit of a bad game as well in the in the Wales game. But yeah, you know, and I get what you're saying about his attitude problems. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I saw it in the. I look for it in the Panama game. I saw it because first off, like I get, yeah, you want to be upset that you're not taking the penalty, but he tried to take it off of Giacchini when he was on a hat trick, and then when he missed it. He threw his arms up like Mm-mm. like an asshole. So that's uh, maybe he's it's gone to his head a little bit too much. This general geo stuff, the baby Jesus Junior. Uh, but yeah, no, hopefully that's just like him being a teenager. Yeah, I think it is. You know, and he's also to be fair, he's playing a, a different position than he does for Dortmund. But very true. You know? Very very um, true. I, I, I would like to see him in like a left sided camera, but in this game Weston played there. I, I don't know. It's the Greg has Greg has time to figure out a lineup. Yeah. But I don't think he figured it out in this national team break. No, no. And uh, a name you said earlier, John Brooks. Um what a season he's having. He is uh yeah the leader starter and arguably the best player on one of the six unbeaten teams in the top five leagues uh, at Wolfsburg. So great from him. And honestly, if you have the time, just go watch a compilation of his touches during that Wales game. Uh, And this guy's a six foot five, like, big center back and the things he can pass he can dribble he can he can definitely pass it's his long diagonals exactly his diagonals i saw three deaths that were just right to his foot yeah and just wow just wow really really happy for him michael bradley-esque uh don't disrespect john brooks Michael Bradley was good for the U.S. men's national team for like three years, dude. Yeah. <laughs> are you telling me in that that Belgium that Belgium game that run he wasn't solid? Yeah, but also in the Portugal game that they should have won, he gave the ball to Ronaldo in the last second, like passed uh, it. Right. Yeah, fair, true. Okay, <laughs> but no, I just don't like Michael Bradley because the only reason he was ever on the team, in my opinion, is because his dad was the coach. Um, but no, yeah, teach on. Uh, (laughs) John Brooks is really good really really good and I hope for him just I don't think it'll happen though Uh, he gets a move to a club that he wants to play at like who knows maybe he wants to stay at Wolfsburg but like he could be a really good addition to some bigger clubs that need a left footed center back that possibly play in England and white red but uh oh yeah no, that'd be nice. No, yeah, I would, I'd cry, but yeah, nice. just happy for him. Really happy for him. Yeah, um, that was a that was a good game. Uh, second game, we absolutely destroyed Panama, six to two. We played actual strikers this game. You know, yeah. um, got more substitutions in, but 
Any any key takeaways from this, or is this just us beating up on weak CONCACAF teams like we should with talent like this? Yes. Uh, one, a couple takeaways. The first one, like you said, we beat up on a team that we're supposed to beat up on, which is always good. Um, and given the fact that this group has never really played together that much, just really, really solid to see them go out there and do that. And uh, Richie Ledesma coming on had a very bad first touch when he came on into the game, but he did nothing wrong after that. Just two beautiful balls into Sebastian Soto for two assists. Um, and Sebastian Soto, just that connection, you can see it. They both play in the yeah. Netherlands. They're very close friends. And just really, really good striker. I mean, he's a man on form right now with his club and country. And then Giacchini, too. Yeah. Uh, they look good. Two goals, like both really scrappy goals, too. Just being where he needed to be at the time. And that's something that the U.S. has lacked that like poacher instinct up top. So a lot of good things to take away in the attack, I think from that one, but uh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think Richie looks like a, like a Richie. Honestly, he's very, he doesn't, he look so young. Like he actually looks like a baby. He looks yeah. like, so, like, look at him. <laughs> like, isn't that look, like, you see this guy and she like, Hey, Richie. Yeah, you know? yeah, like Little Rich. Well, yeah, he, he's a. I like him. I like yeah. him a lot. I hope he um gets more playing time going forward. He's dangerous. He's dangerous. He I like it. Really um, good football. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that was a good national team break. Apparently, there's talk for the next one being exclusively MLS. Now that MLS yeah. is going to um conclude, don't know what the point of that is, but um, fuck it. I guess. I mean, you know. Yeah. I feel like, you know, it's, it's okay to have some MLS, but complete MLS, like, I feel well, like that just brings the level down. It's in December, so no. Oh, so they're, they're not going to yeah. be available. Okay, yeah, that makes exactly. Okay, all right, that makes sense. I guess yeah. just to, like, get those possible MLS players that yeah. are good enough, like the DKs, the Chris Mullers. Oh, like yeah, yeah, Parks. he did say something about DK. Yeah, like, get those guys in there and get them, like, thinking about the yeah. system would be my guess, because it's only one game, I think, in December. Okay. But, so yeah. All right. And it's like a month long camp too, which is crazy. That is that is crazy. That sucks. That sucks for those guys. They're probably gonna have to be bubble up in hotels for a month. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. come down to Disney. All right. Yeah, yeah. Come <laughs> down to Disney. Um all right. Well that that was our that was our international break. Next, we are going to preview some of these Champions League games. Um, we got Sevilla taking on Krasnodar, Chelsea and Rennes. Nothing much going on there, right? Bigger clubs uh, get dubs. Yeah. Bigger yeah. clubs. Yeah, Sevilla won down a man for Krasnodar last time, assuming <laughs> that everybody on the pitch, I assume they're going to win again. So, yeah. Rennes, I mean, they have... Um, What's his name? Kamivinga? Yeah, so, so good. He's fun to watch. He's a guy that I want Man City to target. Um, but, you know, who knows? Um, got Dortmund, Bruges, Lazio, Zenit. Um, you know, 
on paper, this doesn't look like much, but these are big games. So I assume these these will be very good games, very competitive games. Both teams are going to play hard because if upsets happen, this will swing the group. But I don't think there's going to be an upset. What about you? Um, no, I don't. I mean, I, I, mean, I want to say maybe Bruges, but I could, I yeah, I could see Dortmund losing, but I also don't see them losing. Yeah, Holland scored four goals in like half an hour. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, I don't even know. Yeah, that should go. That should be pretty straightforward, I think. Yeah. Um, Barcelona taking <sighs> on Kiev. Um, I think Barcelona pull out the three points, but it might be 1 0 because you never know with these guys. They're a fucking mess, but um, it's Kiev, so they should be able to win. Hopefully, they should win. Yeah. But. Yeah, they. It might be ugly. It might be ugly. I hope that would be so bad if it's ugly for them. Oh my god, yeah. they've had ugly games before. All these injuries <laughs> happen. Like they beat um, one of the games was two one with one of these small clubs. Yeah, Ferran uh, Charvos, whatever. And they need a Juventus are playing, and Juventus, Ronaldo, man on fucking fire. Did you know? In two. Has he had two full seasons yet, or one point eight yeah. or something like that? Yeah, two, two, and two and some change seasons. He scored more goals than R nine scored in his whole Serie A career. He's a he's an absolute animal. His two goals this weekend were phenomenal. One outside the box, one little flick. Juventus uh, is going to destroy these guys. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and McKinney's going to start today. So a little, yeah. Little that's must see TV. Knowledge. It is must see TV, and yeah. hopefully, Death starts it well. Yeah, I think he yeah. will. Um, so Our American Big, since the Group American. G, Group G, more Group G, US of A. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, hopefully, Conrad starts too. Oh, that would be so cool. I don't think so, but hopefully, he plays. It's weird because uh, I mean, hey, I'm biased, but fuck Pedri, fuck him. Yeah, no, fuck he him. has he has nothing. Fuck Dembele too. He doesn't do uh, much. Dembele's nice. I don't know. I kind of better. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> United, speaking of United, they, they get in their revenge in Turkey. Yeah. Inke, Ali Masterclass. Do you think they're coming out full strength? Um, no. 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 I think, I think, because Pogba didn't travel with the team to the hotel apparently. Uh, neither did McTominay. So that means uh, you guys are going to have the best midfield we can yeah, put out there. Yeah. Bruno, Van de Beek, and Fred. Woo. Wow. So, um, and then hopefully it's Martial, Cavani, and uh, Rashford up top. Yeah. And straight back four. Henderson will also play today um, to give De Gea a breather. But All right. we'll see. You should dominate him. They def hopefully they should. Oh my god. Hopefully. Probably the most important game in the group thus far though. PSG and Red Bull with their rematch. Red Bull got the three points last time. PSG got two red cards last time they played. Um they're gonna be they're gonna be with relatively full strength. Keen has hit a bit of form for PSG, so yeah. Who knows? Who knows? They could they need three points, so I think I, I'm I'm not going to touch this game, but um, it is that's going to be a good one. I think. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, like you said, very important game. Uh, group, not a decider, but could seal some fates, you know? It's going to be tough for P. I, I think, yeah, this might put PSG out of it, to be honest. You know, imagine Mbappe and Neymar playing on Thursdays. Unless you guys <laughs> drop all your points, yeah. Oh, my God. Because I, I honestly do see a draw today yeah between the two of them and then you know that then united just need a win and then that's it so we'll see they're still going to top the group like i said um but yeah uh what's and is that all the game that's all the games today tomorrow um atletico versus moscow it's easy atletico um, Bayern versus Salzburg. That's easy, Bayern. They're just too good. Dude, come on. No, I know you love Jesse Mark, uh, and no. I love Salzburg too. Like, it's they, they look, they might score a goal or two, but if they score two goals, guess what? Bayern's going to score like five, bro. They're insane. They, they, are, they are a cut above everybody else. I, I'm, I really would not be surprised if they go on and like repeat what they did from last season. This team is just great. Yeah. <sighs> They stole Sané from us. <laughs> Daylight robbery. He's one of the best Honestly. attackers in the world. I don't know. You went for the same price as a What is Pep right? thinking? What? You went him and Hota went for the same yeah. price? Yeah, dude. That was, I mean, Sané wasn't playing, so I understand that more. But, like, <laughs> everybody and their mother know how, knows how good he is. Like, everybody knew that. Yeah, that's good job, City. But, yeah. I don't know. I think Salzburg can nip a point in this one all right that would be that would be big money but uh i think you're a bit insane for that um <laughs> next game top of the group gladback faces second shaktar this is a big game gladback had a big win last time out six zero and um i think they're gonna they're gonna do that again they had an unfortunate draw this weekend but they're still, I think, much better than Shakhtar, and they'll get three mm-hmm. points. Yeah. Um, Inter and Real Madrid, though. That's frisky. That is... No Ramos, right? Oh, wow. Really? No Ramos? I thought he's hurt. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, yeah, that yeah. changes. I was going to say Madrid all the way, but now it's just like Madrid barely. Madrid tied to Villarreal, which I very fond of. They're a frisky ass team in Spain, the top of the table behind Sociedad. Unai, um, baby. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good job, Arsenal. Arsenal is such. Oh my God! It's a. Why would you even take the job there? It's like a, you can't win. You can't. There's nothing you can do. You just get bantered for doing the best yeah. you can. But um, you think Inter could? You think Inter could take it? No. Because, um, oh, you think we should take it? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. I just think Real's a Champions League team. Like, no matter how bad they do in the group, they always seem to show up when they need to in the Champions League. Like, but, uh, like, I don't, like, last season, I'm going to count as a little bit of a, not a fluke, but like different because of COVID and all the time off and all that. But, uh, nah, we spanked them. Steady, easy. Yeah, I I guess, but COVID and all that. I played a master class. <laughs> it was master class. It was a pep master class. Zanon can't hold a candle to him. Zanon's a fraud. 
Not either. They're both frauds, but one's a bigger fraud. Uh, yeah. Um, but no, I still think Madrid got it. The Benson is right. too good. Um, City will beat Olympiacos, obviously. Um, <laughs> dude, no, we're, we're money in the Champions League. We're money. We're absolutely oh, really? money. We do really? in, in the group stage. In the group stage, we're money. We're, we, <laughs> okay, in the group we stage. rip sixteen points in our fucking sleep. Um, <laughs> okay, group stage. <laughs> yeah. Just a reminder. Um, I know. Pep has since he's been at City. I know. Has only made it as far as Ali made it. Look, look, that Spurs one was our year. That Spurs one, we got absolutely hoed by video assisted refereeing, and that was our year. That's all I have to say about this. Yeah, VAR is um, not for everyone. It's not. It's really not for Raheem Sterling. Um, <laughs> Porto versus Olympique de Marseille. Um, what happened the first time they played? Did Porto win? Um, yeah, Porto won 3 0. Um, I think they'll win again. I think they're a better team. I like I like Porto. They lost Tellez, but they'll need him. They'll need him. Uh, yeah, no, because Porto's a much better team than Marseille, and Marseille has been looking quite terrible in this Champions League. So yeah, I think Porto easy money. Um, next game we got Ajax. Gonna beat Michelin and Liverpool Atalanta. I mean, I hope Atalanta win convincingly, and everybody sees that Liverpool can't keep this up. But I don't know. I honestly, I have no idea. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Um, Liverpool's just in much better form, and but it is a must-win for Atalanta. If they want any hopes of going through, so because you got to be old kitchen sink game, yeah, because you got to expect Ajax to beat Michelin. So, just yeah, they need a win and try and keep pace at the top. And if they do win, shaping up for an exciting ending to Group D. Yeah, that's uh, that one be exciting. I hope I hope they can they can get the win, but uh, I really hope I really hope. Yeah, um, or Michelin just comes out and gets nine points for the next. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> that'll be that'll be the story of the Champions League. They're winning it all. They're winning it all. Um, well, that does it for the Champions League. Um, we only talk about clubs who play on Tuesday and Wednesdays in Europe. So wait, they they play on other days? I didn't even know. I don't know. Oh, I'm just oh. I'm just I'm just battling oh, yeah. at this point. Arsenal, Arsenal clubs. Just, just for, just for shits and giggles. It's a let's, Wi-Fi password. Let's see if I can pronounce the name of the team they play. The money's not. on no shot. Uh, let's see. Not. Where's Arsenal? Damn, there's so many teams in this competition. I know, uh, dude. Because they, they play, they play fucking mold. They play mold. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, well, ooh, Ali's juju. Expect them to drop points there. So, okay. uh, um, <laughs> I fun. don't, but maybe, maybe that would be funny. That'd be great. It would be, um, a competition that they might drop points in though. Let's talk about the upcoming premier league slate. Let's make some money. Been doing well so far. Been, been, been stacking up solid 70% on picks for each of us almost every week. 
It's been good. It's been good. Um, this first game on the weekend is not so good, though. I'm, in fact, I'm not going to be putting anything on this game, but we're going to predict it nonetheless. Crystal Palace at home to Newcastle United. I see a draw. What do you think? I see a Palace win. A Palace win. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it may, I, if, if there's a team that's better, it's Palace to have more talented attackers. And uh, I think they can expose Danny Rose. And um, who's Rose. the other guy? that? Who's the other fullback? For Newcastle? Yeah. It is uh, ha- Jamal Lewis. Yeah, uh, Jamal Lewis. On Keogh. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to expose him. Yeah, I I could see that. Um, Next game on the weekend, we got Brighton Hove and Albion. Brighton and Hove Albion at home to Liverpool. Um, I mean, I mean, Klopp is undefeated against the Seagulls in. Yeah, on my on my the app I use, I can't even go back far enough to see the last time Brighton's got a result. So I don't care who's playing or not playing for Liverpool. And I also have lost faith in, as Brighton as a good team. They're mediocre to the core. They don't know how to finish chances or hold on to leads. It was a miracle that they hold on to the Aston Villa lead, but Aston Villa didn't come to play. They were sloppy on the day. Liverpool will not be, and they will win. Yeah, Liverpool easily take this one. Um, I think the man on fire, Diego Jota, strikes again uh, for Liverpool. Jota, he's Portuguese, bro. Yeah, so it's an H. No, no. It's a Uh, I got to get more phlegm in it. Jota, right? No, but however, Diego, we'll call him Diego. uh, He scores again. Uh, Unless I Uh, pronounced that wrong, too. (laughs) <laughs> that guy's gonna score. <laughs> I, I, that is a solid bet. Diogo Jota to score. Diogo Jota to score and Liverpool to win. Um, next game on the weekend: Man City, Burnley. We, I, it's Burnley, and against other big teams, this might be an ugly game. But we just love to beat them the fuck up, and that's what's gonna happen again. Now, dude, look. Look at the past matches, bro. We love to beat Burnley. Look, 3-0, 5-0, 4-0. There's a 1-0, 5-0, 5-0. They tied in 2018. How did that happen? They tied us in 2018? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's crazy. But, no, we're going to beat them down. Easy. And there might be some value on the money line because people are starting to disrespect. Rightfully so. What do you think? Um... Yeah, no, City City should definitely win this game. Um fairly comfortably, like a like a two 0 three one type of victory. I do kind of see him going down early. Burnley? Just, yeah, no, like like Burnley just great lucky goal early on and then City just roar back and demolish him. But I don't know. But City definitely win this game. I don't know. I feel no. If we go down a goal early, then I think there's there's a draw in cards at least because they're just going to pack it in. <laughs> and we're going to go at them, and we're not going to be able to score. Well, um, no. Well, you're going to field like what? 
eight attackers because you're going to play Kitsella. Yeah, and we're just going to play in their box for 90 minutes and not score. It's what we do. Um, it's what we do. Yeah, but City win. Yeah. Uh, nice game. Everton at home to Leeds United. This is an interesting game because Everton, both these teams really not in a good run of form, only four points from their last five matches. So that's, that's four out of 15. That's, that is really not good at all for either of these sides. Leeds should have won. You know, they got fucked up by Crystal Palace. They got fucked up by Leicester. Um, and you know what? Everton fits that DNA. Everton fits that this might give Leeds trouble. And I think Everton come away with at least a point. At least a point. If if anybody's going to win this game, though, I think it's them. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think Everton. Uh, Everton win. Uh, it's. I don't want to say comfortably, but they win handedly. Uh, yeah, just. It'll be a good game, though. Very entertaining, as Leeds always is. But Everton definitely get it done here, I think. I could see a high-scoring draw, though. Yeah, I could see Leeds fighting for it. Because they had a bad game last weekend. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like Everton will give them trouble. Yeah. Oh, holy shit, it's here. I didn't even realize it. West Brom plays Sheffield United this weekend. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It's the game. It's it's the fucking Super Bowl. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, this game is going to be a shit show. Here, if you want to lose your money, just bet on this game. It doesn't even matter like what. Like I don't even I have no fucking clue what's going to happen in this game. It could be 0-0, zero, zero. could be 5-5, five, five. could be one team destroys the other. Um yeah. This is this is a this is a crapshoot. By definition, this is 100%. I don't know. Would you like to, I Yes. I don't know. What uh, do you think, West Brom? Oh, 100%. This is the lock of the week. The lock. <laughs> it's going to be a draw. Because neither of these teams have a win. Well, better chance to get a win against both of these teams. And they're just both going to draw. Because it doesn't oh, help anybody. So painful. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a terrible game. It's plus money across the board. Yeah, this, that's how you know. <laughs> Nobody knows. Yeah, they, but they're just, they just want people to throw their money at it. They're just like, here. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to be shitty. Next game on the weekend, though. I think will be entertaining, and I think you guys are gonna fucking lose. Uh, you guys got Southampton in Southampton, and I think Southampton take three points from you guys. Um, I think it all depends on what happens today. It all depends on what happens today. Yeah, if you guys win, you're gonna lose, and if you guys lose, you're gonna win. If if we win today handedly and like we can dominate this game today, they will play like absolute crap against Southampton. But if we lose or come out of there looking terrible and win or draw, we will dominate Southampton. 
Mm. It's all uh, contingent upon today, then. Yeah, right. but I am going to take United win. United win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is Taylor made Harry Maguire shit show. I think, yeah. I think yeah. it's, yeah. Um, next game on the weekend, though. Huge, huge game. Wow. Chelsea versus Tottenham. One versus three. If if Chelsea can get the win, they go top of the table. If Spurs can get at least a point, um, now they assuming Liverpool wins, they they gotta Tottenham's gotta get this win. So title race is on for them. Let's see how long they can hold on to top spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think this will be a draw though. Uh, I think Chelsea is more talented up front right now. Um, even though Spurs are in really good form, I uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't see them. I can't see them getting a win from Chelsea right now. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning the same way because Pulisic will be back. Um, oh, it's over. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I don't know. This is a bad game for Pulisic to be back in. I, I really kind of hope he just plays like 30 minutes. Cause or a great one gonna, when he scores a hat trick against Mourinho and shushes him on the sideline. That would be insane. But they're uh, going to be mean. They're going to bully him. Yeah. Uh, I don't I, – this game's so hard to call. So I'm just going to yeah. go with my first thought, and I think Spurs will win. Spurs, yeah. If this yeah. would be a huge win, if Spurs got this, especially they beat City. Now they beat. Now they beat Chelsea. It's, uh, it's going to be a hundred percent. Mourinho Instagram posted today. He, he posted did? today. Yeah, oh, it's, um, it's him and and Melahion. I don't. I have no idea what it is. I think it's a duck. I <laughs> look at it. The caption is. A promise is a promise. It costed me 500 euros, but I keep my promises. Is it a duck? Because like it has like meat on top. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's probably it's probably Iberian ham. Iberian he's, ham. He's Spanish. And uh, yeah, yeah. No, that looks. Oh, that's a pig leg. Yes. Yeah. Look at you. You're so cultured. That's that's. Thank look you. at that. <laughs> so I don't know what what the bet was. He won't tell anybody what the bet was. All his comments want to know what the bet was. But wow, five hundred euros! But he keeps his promises. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. I love him so much. See, you don't see Pep buying hams. No, no, you just see him screaming at people when he's on camera, yeah. Yeah. and then not doing anything when he's off it. Ridiculous! Oh my god. Um. So yeah, I who knows? Maybe the ham will give him the extra juice, and they'll get the three points. Maybe. Um. Next Maybe. game on the weekend. You got Arsenal at home to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Let's keep the train going. Fuck Arsenal, bro. <laughs> I think Wolves got the three points here. That's that's I, I'm I'm taking I'm taking Wolves. What do you think? I see a draw. I see a draw. I could also I see, see I see a terribly played draw. Someone's gonna score early and then someone's gonna tie it late. Yeah. And it's probably gonna be Arsenal who score first and then defend, 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 and then like a shot goes in or something like the 87th minute, it bounces around, just falls to Raul Jimenez, who's played terrible all game, and just gets a little, just tap in with no one around him out of pure luck to tie it. 
Yeah. And if you'd like to combine our two thoughts for a double chance, it's minus one forty five. There's immense wow. value in that. I think I think that's a very solid bet. Yeah. I would take that. Yeah. Um next game on the weekend. Lester at home to Fulham. Thorough beat down. Yeah. Lester's gonna beat him, beat him down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Concur. Yeah. Yes. Um, next game. Last game on the weekend. West Ham United play Aston Villa. Um, this is tricky um, because West Ham, according to league position, like current table form, has played the hardest schedule in the Premier League up to date. And they've taken it on the chin like a, like a solid team. Aston Villa, though, has has had some shocking results. Just recently had a bad loss, but um, I don't know. I think Aston Villa get this. Um, Maybe a draw. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be tight. I think Villa draw, like you said. I think it's a draw, but West Ham score first. Right. They have in five out of the last six meetings. Ooh, that's a stat. West Ham score first. Maybe both teams will score in this game. You like, like that? that? I do like that. that. All right. Um, that does it for the Premier League. You know, that those are our picks. As always, I'm going to tell you guys a little extra nugget. Always bet against the Jets spread. It hit once again. Always do it. Oh, um, another team that I'm riding. We like Real Sociedad. They've been pulling off some wins, like Leverkusen in Germany. They're a really good team. Really, Real's frisky. Had that double chance, you know. Um, keep riding those teams. Those are our picks for the weekend. Let's, hammer let's the Giants see. to make the playoffs. Hammer the Giants to make the playoffs. I love it. I love it. I love it. Even though the Cowboys have an easier schedule because they play the most e- e- NFC East so far but, in uh, the rest of the season. And they're also the Cowboys without a quarterback. They have they're Andy Dalton. They have the, the best quarterback in the division, bro. No, it's Daniel Jones. It's Daniel Jones. Fun fact for all you football watchers out there. Did you know – Daniel Jones was clocked the highest speed of any quarterback. That was fake since news. 2018. It's that not fake, fake news. And you know who's been in the league since 2018? This fantabulous runner that they call a quarterback because he can kind of throw a football, Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Daniel Jones Jackson. is better than Lamar Jackson running the football. The stats oh. say it. I just, I just pass on the news. So go Giants. Big blue. Bleed blue. Go Giants, baby. Let's hope they make the playoffs. Um, the reports came out today that Lurie said uh, after the Cowboys game, a win. After a win, he, he went to Doug and told him what he thought about the offense. Probably not good things. And apparently wholesale changes coming in January if we don't make the playoffs. Wow. So, They're going to trade what, Miles Sanders. Like to, no, 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 no. We're going to trade Zach Ertz. Get rid of Alshon Jeffrey. Get rid of Jason Peters. Guess how much cap room that cleared up. Isn't isn't Ertz a free agent though? No, nah, we got him till twenty twenty three. Um, 
mistaken about that. It's the same thing with Carson. I, I, I just, I don't know how to read contracts. It's like when they resign, it's actually the, the kicks in like two years later. So, you know, that's weird. Yeah. It's not like they just tore up the old deal and started yeah, the new one. How negative are you guys going to be at that point? Um, well, we're negative 64. But if we get, do all that, that's 16 plus 17. That's 30. It's 33 right there. Yeah. From, from those three guys who are all either injured or suck. So, you know, <laughs> that, that cuts it in half. So I think that's a good move. Maybe try and trade one of our three super highly paid D tackles. Could be good too. Trade Carson Wentz to the Jets for the See, number one pick. I was thinking that, but like, I don't think anybody wants to eat that contract. The Jets will. They don't know what they're doing. Like they sprinkle don't. in your first round pick and take Sam Darnold. I heard. I heard actually. Adam Gase has a ten million dollar bonus in his contract if they go to zero and sixteen. What is that? That has to be like. There has to be a rule against that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, oh. there's not. Hanky, Hanky died for our sins. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's basketball season now. It's it's full swing in soccer season. About to get into the meat of things. Table's going to tape shape. Um, baseball our teams, free agency. Our teams suck. Baseball free agency. Got a lot going on. But um, I think that just about does it for, yeah. for us at the We Call It Soccer Show. Thanks for tuning in. It was good talking to you about the lot of games. Um, yeah, we got great. a lot of games coming up. Yes, we do. Let's, uh, let's hope Liverpool and Chelsea and Spurs lose, and let's hope the teams in Manchester win because um, – Let's hope one of them does. I don't, I, don't, I don't like being mid-table. I don't like being mid-table. It feels um, weird. feels weird. On the record, um, Manchester City are below Manchester United with yeah. the same amount of games played. So Yeah, and this is the worst start in Pep Guardiola's history at Man United. Yeah, this City. Um, yeah. That's like the guy, the guy had to do something like – insanely amazing in his past life to get blessed with all this money and all these great players in his managerial career. Yeah. But hopefully he gets sacked. Yeah. I, th- I, I thought that, you know, he might've got sacked this year. We could bring in Nagelsmann or Poch, but whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, it was good, but I'll uh, deuces. I'll see you. Peace. Wake up, wake up. Gotta hit the blunt to make me focus. Lyrics flowing out like hocus pocus.